So go on, right, you, you, do, you do your Dracula voice again. <laughs> it's like watching Laurence Olivier at work. You went a bit Klingon then. <laughs> uh. <laughs> joining, joining you from across the Transylvanian Pennines. <laughs> I like that. It's more fun going to that than those drawings that you did. Uh, right, so I uh, hope you enjoy the, this episode. Or hope you enjoy this next episode. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you at the other end. Goodbye. Episode three, Ross. Here we are. Yeah. So, yeah. Do, you, do you reckon we'll breach into our, our top two at some point? I think that's the first thing we should do. Just to, do you reckon? Yeah, just so we can say that we've done it. Right. Okay. We don't need to worry then. You know. No. <laughs> afterwards, doesn't matter because the, 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 at least we've done number two, right? Yeah, that's it. So, uh, do you want to go first, or shall I go first? Or... I'll go first. Okay, go on then. So I'll give you some facts about Ross's number two. So this film was released in 1980, which echoes the sentiment that we said previously about the older horror films being the yep. best. Okay. Um, it's. I've got it. I've got it already. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll yeah, tell you what. I'll tell you what. For the listeners, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not just all about us, is it? No, no, no. Um, it's also about the two people that, that tune in every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're only joking. There's thousands of them, isn't there? <laughs> it's silly joke. Um, so it's released in 1980. Um, it was originally a book. Um, it was famously disparaged by the author of the book because it didn't quite like how he saw the characters in his mind when he wrote the book. Um, he then actually redid a, a TV miniseries of that, um, more accurately portraying the events and characters from within the book. The director of, the film, of this particular version um, is, and this will be obviously the big giveaway, is Stanley Kubrick. Um, and it's, uh, how would you sum it up? It's a family heading to an isolated hotel uh, for the winter. I thought, I thought you were about to say, it's a family-friendly film. It's, <laughs> it's for all the kids. <laughs> so a family heads to an isolated hotel for the winter and a sinister presence influences the father into violence um, while his psychic son sees horrific forebodings <laughs> from both past and future. <laughs> Where are you reading that from? Oh, yeah, no, it's not because your eyes kept glint glinting over to the other side. It's all up here, just don't check Wikipedia, uh, MDB. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with it for the first two sentences. Isn't it? <laughs> um, so, do you care to take a guess? The shinning. It's the shinning. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you know? I'm actually annoyed. I I think that should have been in my top five somewhere. 
It's all right. We're not worried about the top five. We're only on top three, aren't we? Well, no, but it, it probably would have been four or five. You're yeah. right. I think so it wasn't. Uh, did you forget about it? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the weird thing is that the, I think uh, this goes back to your ca- uh, horror categories from last time. I'm not. I, it is a horror film, but it's not at the same time, isn't it? Um, yeah, because it's um, it's uh, very psychological. Mm. It's definitely a horror. It has all oh, the no, no, it, of a horror oh, film. Oh, hey, Ross, Ross, I'm not taking anything away from the fact that you need to you back, think you need to back up. All right. No, I, I, it's not. A, it's not a slasher type f- uh, film. It isn't. Uh, it isn't that gory if you compare it to something like Saw. Now, I suppose, you know, and there's only really one person dies. Um, how many people die? Well, you've got the well, and, um... and and Jack and Jack Nicholson at the end, obviously, but. Yeah, Spoiler. You, Spoiler. presumably you're counting the guy who comes up to the hotel to check if everything's okay. Yeah, um, uh, Scatman Crothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Did, did actually, you... I mean, there's there's, there's, be- there's barely anybody in the film, is there? No, that's it. Did you know he was um, Hong Kong Fooey? <laughs> really not. <didn't> yeah, <laughs> Hong Kong Fooey. Well, no one's <laughs> 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 Hong Kong Fury 7. I was, I've, been, I've been getting ready to justify Hong Kong Fury as the best horror film that's ever existed for weeks. Uh, we, we call it The Shining. <laughs> I think there's some scenes in that that just, you know, I'll never ever forget. Yeah. Um, and I've, obviously, I've, I watched it before I read the book. I'm a, I'm a massive Stephen King fan. I think I've read now about 38 Stephen King books. Um, and The Shining is I, I haven't actually read also, I haven't seen the, the prequel I haven't read um, the prequel but um, I think as far as scenes go and horror films go there's some bits in that I mean what do you think of if I say The Shining what's the first thing that pops into your mind? It, it depends uh, very often it's um, the woman getting out of the bath yeah yeah you immediately <laughs> I say the shine and you say saggy tip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I don't see a problem with that. Um, That's not just because the weakest link's on the telly when I'm asking. <laughs> um, also as well, it's the the bit where Danny's riding around the hotel on his bike. Yeah, you haven't actually um, said two of the main, two of the parts that I thought you would say, actually. Well, the bit where he's hacking through the door. Yeah, definitely. But here's Johnny, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the second, the, the one that always comes to mind for me when I think of The Shining is is the the elevator of blood. The blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You could say, you know, it's not as gory as Saw, I and mean, it's not, but it actually probably has far more blood in it, <laughs> which is a bit. <laughs> oh, a, well, <laughs> a horror films versus liters of blood. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. one wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how many liters of blood <laughs> were in The Exorcist? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I heard in I heard in Dracula they used eighteen and a half liters. Right, twenty one liters. Get it ordered now. <laughs> Just store it in that lift. Yeah, yeah. if we're going to be remembered for anything, we're going to have more liters of blood than. Fuck the liters with skin. No, I I I I saw that I, I saw that not when I was too young, but maybe too young to fully get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think if you're a kid, so I-, I definitely watched it when I was watching all the horror films that I was watching. And if you if you walk into it expecting a horror film, you might be quite bored for quite a long time. Um, but it isn't. It, it is, I'd say, psychological thriller yeah, type thing. You know? Psychological was one of my categories, Simon. And I know I've got them all listed. Don't worry about that, Ross. It's yeah. all noted. But no, no, it's but the, the I think. The second or third time I watched it, I realised what an amazing film I was watching. There's just some. Uh, this, I mean, I think I think my favourite scene in that film is when uh, you know Jack's totally lost it and he's, he's in the hotel bar, and yeah. and what you actually see is is a very busy you know hotel bar from when the hotel when it, when it when it's open, and he starts communicating with the bartender, 
and he starts having a laugh with him and then he sees him in the toilet. And uh, well, I'm, I'm not going to do the exact impression. Please don't quote any of it either. <laughs> Those of you you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and it's just the way he's sort of, he's looking at him like, and he's like, you, sir, have been, as he say. You have always been here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was still trying to get away with doing the impression without using the word that we're talking about. But I thought, All right. um, but yeah, you no. get it. But um, that, that scene for me has always been, you know, brilliant. And, and there's, uh, there's a there's really cool um, a film poster that, that has that. Have you seen it? It's like um, yeah. Yeah. the caricature of Jack sat at the bar with all of the the phantoms and the ghouls behind yeah. him. It was really, it's really, really cool, really compelling. Um, I think that the, what I love about that film, and, and it's worth talking about why um, Stephen King didn't actually like it, didn't approve of it. It's because um, Jack Nicholson obviously took the part of Jack Torrance. And um, Jack Nicholson was already um, associated with playing, you know, weirdos and people yeah. who lost their mind. And, you know, he'd not long done one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And he was already seen as playing crazy characters. Yeah. So when you see Jack Nicholson, that's what you think. Oh, he's going to play a crazy sort of character. Um, and, and the original character of Jack Torrance uh, was actually supposed to be far more, um, it was unfathomable that they could lose their mind in such a way and become a, in, and try and murder their own family. Um, so, you know, when you first see Jack Nicholson on the screen, it's like, well, there's definitely the potential for him to go nuts because it's, <laughs> look at him. And he's, just, he's just amazing at playing those types of characters, isn't he? So yeah. when Stephen King actually did the re-released a mini series, I think it was three. I think it was three installments of like ninety minutes, something yeah. like that. Um, you know, I, I forget actually who played Jack Torrance in that one. But I, know, I, I, know I don't. Was, I, I don't remember it being anyone that I should remember. No, I, I remember Rebecca Mornay took Shelley Duvall's part. Right. Okay. Um, but I, I can't remember who played Jack. Who played Jack Torrance? But but anyway, you know, he was far more of a, a gentle. You know. It, yeah. it, from from Steve from Stevie, you know, I mean, you, you, you don't mind me calling him Stevie. From, from his perspective, um, I get, I do get it why he would go for someone like that over Jack Nicholson. But with by using Jack Nicholson and having Stanley Kubrick direct it, what what you've actually ended up with is one of the best horror films yeah. that's ever been created, regardless of how similar it is to the book. I mean, the book. This is that sounds probably quite a horrible thing to say, but the the book needn't even exist when you compare it to you know a film like that because it's not like the book really it's it's the bare bones you know there's some scenes that are like it and but the vast majority of it even right up until the up until the, the death of, of jack and how he died and yeah. it's totally different and and the book is actually far more out there you know when it the outside of the hotel they've got this hedge they've got all these yeah. animals and all the animals come to life don't they yeah and they come to life yeah. and, and they can kill you there's, there's just a lot more i think in the book the, the house itself is a character, yeah. Um, whereas in in the film, it it kind of is, but it's mainly the the threat isn't from the house; it's from Jack. Yeah, he's the threat. Whereas in the books, it's like the house will kill you. I seem to remember in the book, doesn't he bash his own head in with a a hockey stick or something stupid like that? He he, he makes his he makes his face unrecognizable to himself or something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, I seem to remember. I seem to remember. Well, the attacks, the, I think the, um, because the, let's be honest, the Shelley Duvall character is one of the most irritating characters you've ever seen on screen, isn't she? Uh, I, I'll, ra I'll raise that with Willie Scott from Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. <laughs> 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 she, she pretty much spends the entire time going, no, Jack, no, please. And she's yeah. pathetic. She's totally, she can barely walk. And she... she... <laughs> <laughs> Ross is, doing, Ross is doing a, an impression of a lumbering skinny girl. Is that, <laughs> yeah, that what you're trying to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call it that, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she's just absolutely pathetic. Whereas actually, you know, the, the, his, his wife um, was, was in, in the book and in the miniseries, there's quite a few conflicts between them and they fight quite a lot and she gets away quite a lot and he can't seem to just kill her. Because yeah. she's she's quite tough. She's she's determined to to survive and protect her and her son. And you know, there's a few instances where the the they come to blows and he's trying to kill her and she fends him off. And there's absolutely none of that really. I think you know, I mean he chases her into a room, he bashes the door down, she's just screaming at the top of her voice, and then 
you know, she manages to climb out the. Oh, no, she doesn't climb out the window, does she? Yeah. She Danny does. does. Danny does. Does she get out as well? On the window? Yeah, she, yeah, because uh, he goes down first, and I think she follows or the other yeah. way around. Yeah, because there's because there's because there's conveniently um, a a a mound of ice (laughs) just outside their window. There's a ski slope. There's a ski slope from that window out of all the windows in the whole hotel uh, that lead outside to safety. (laughs) It could have quite easily have turned into the uh, start of "Is it tomorrow never dies?" It's like, oh, oh there's a committee. <laughs> trying no. to, was it not? Uh, was it? Uh, it wasn't Goldeneye. It was. Um... No, it was. Uh, the world is not enough. Well, the, was it? Yeah, where, where, the the one where he 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 skates. No, he he has a parachute and and windsurfs over something. You talk about that bit. No, it's a ski thing. They, they released a PlayStation game of it as well. Um, oh, that'd be gold. That'd be Goldeneye then. It was. Um, it was tomorrow never dies. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, certainly was. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, they, they sort of look like this quite otherwise quite high window about four floors up, and um, yeah, there's like a there's like a little two snowboards stacked against the side with the names printed on it. Um, yeah, <laughs> scene three, act two on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I, I just think. Um, there's some really random bits in there in the film as well that you sort of, when you, you know, like when they, they run past the room and there's those two dudes in bunny outfits, one of them's getting sucked off. Oh, and, and uh, he's got a pig mask on. Yeah, it's very sort of Donnie Darko-esque. Like, that, um, that's the bit that scared the shit out of me out of the whole yeah, film. Yeah, sort of like come up and like... Yeah. Oh. And I was like, what the hell is going on now? Yeah. You know, it's just, oh, oh, no, that, oh, I hate that bit. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the the, the 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 twins as well. You know, the yeah. it's just creepy. <laughs> it's just so, and the, the problem is as well. I, uh, again, I went in through a Stanley Kubrick stage as well, and it is filmed beautifully, absolutely beautifully. Every single bit of it is. Um, just the the they invented the Steadicam for that film, didn't they? So, you know, like a wearable Steadicam. Okay. For the bit where they're going through the um, going through the halls, um, it is the first use for Steadicam, which they invented for. You know, it's weighted so it doesn't move around, sort of thing. So mm. when he's going round, going round on his tricycle, there's a guy behind him carrying up this this harness thing with the camera, in. and it, it, it's it's magnificent each and every each and every bit of it. The bit the bit that you're talking about, where he's talking to the guy in the toilet. What's his name? Right, the the butler, or the, well, the barman. Yeah, uh, no, it's not the barman, is it? It's the. Um... Oh no, it's the previous caretaker, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Who killed his family as well? That's it. And you, uh, if, you, if you watch those Brady. bits, Brady. That's it. That's it. If you watch those bits, it it that toilet looks so out of place of that whole building. Yeah. It's it's so futuristic. It 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 could have been from the Clockwork Orange set. Yeah, yeah, it's like bright red, isn't it? Yeah, and you're just like, what is this? What is going on here? But no, yeah. it's magni- magnificent film. It should have been in, in fact, my top. Should have been in my fact, top three. I apologise. Interesting fact about Grady: the actor's called Philip Stone, and he was born in Leeds. Oh, he was also in Indiana Jones: and The Temple of Doom. Was he? It all oh, comes it's, back. It's all, all comes back. <laughs> he was born in Kirkstall as well. Was he? Right next to where we lived. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, wow. On April the fourteenth, nineteen twenty-four. Oh, go and see him. Was he dead? Yeah, he died in uh, right. <laughs> 2003. Won't bother then. Yeah, he was 79 years old. It's an absolute, it's an absolute cracker. I think, I think that yeah, another really cool part of it is when he's, you know, he's obviously writing this book, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, and then you realise that you know, for however long, and I think by the amount of reams of paper that says "all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy," he must have been pretty much doing that <laughs> from the get go. Yeah. Um, Never stood a chance. Yeah. And um, so I, I now you've brought it up the 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 music for it. Yeah. As well, it just it, that goes hand in hand with the film as well, doesn't it? Um, Very distant, isn't it? There's, I think it was by uh, Wendy Carlos, who okay. also did Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Uh, and the original Tron. Uh, she did the music for really, really sort of just, uh, I would say a pioneer of electronic music. Um, and I, I think at first 
she was either a man who became a woman or she was always a woman and just wore a beard and went under the name of Walter Carlos. Hello? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> Everything just froze then. I thought, well, internet's gone. Um, so yeah, so, and I, I've, I've, I've got loads of her albums <laughs> and it's all, it's all like that. That's the end of it. <laughs> I've got some pretty cool trivia points about it. Go on then. Um, so, um, when, you know the bathroom door scene that we talked about? Yeah. Here's Johnny scene. So they actually had to, they went through a few doors for that scene. Because, uh, <laughs> cause, cause Jack, Jack Nicholson actually um, was a, a volunteer fire marshal. Right. And turns out he was fucking brilliant at bashing down doors with a fire axe. <laughs> oh, so he was, too, he was too good at it. Yeah, they, they, basically, they basically had to um, get a stronger reinforced door that took him longer to get through. Like, you know, obviously you're supposed to struggle getting through it, but he wasn't. He was like bashing it through in two two swipes. Why don't you just give him a small? Why don't you just give him a smaller axe? That would have been oh, cheap. Be as compelling, would it? <laughs> yeah, use this rubber. <laughs> it's a toffee hammer. Give it a go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you tried? Where's that slinking? You can get it down slinking. But yeah, so we had to get they had to get a they had to get a reinforced door that, that would purposely take him longer. Right. To get through. I think my favourite fact that I came across is that um one of the things that they did to get Jack Nicholson in into character, um, to just make him as sort of psychotic and angry as they possibly could, is um they fed him uh, cheese sarn nothing but cheese sarnies for two weeks. Because <laughs> he fucking ate cheese sarnies. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it that'll do it yeah yeah so, so yeah that's all he was fed for a fortnight um, to get him really wound up and then and then the um the, the last little bit of trivia um that i've got is that um the young lad who played danny yeah um stanley kubrick was was quite um protective of him apparently and uh, he didn't actually want the kid to be uh, in any way traumatised by the, the nature of the film. You know, sort of thinking back to The Exorcist and what that did yeah. to the film. So um, yeah, actually, as far as that kid was aware, he was uh, um, acting in a drama, uh, not a horror film. And the only scene where they had to, you know, that he was actually involved in a, in a horror scene was when she was running through the Colorado lounge in the hotel holding Danny like that. Yeah, trying to run away from Jack, and and that wasn't Danny. That was a dummy. Um, because Stanley a, a Danny, a, a Danny dummy. It was a, it was a dummy, a Danny. A dummy, Danny. Yeah. You get me an Argos, Danny dummy. <laughs> um, yeah. So so they, they, they basically he went through the entire film you know, being shielded from any of the horror elements. But it, but he treated the rest of the cast like absolute shit. Danny doesn't sound like cheese sandwiches. Oh yeah, it's all going well for little fucking Danny, isn't it? I might actually do him in. <laughs> I think I think as well that is I think the treatment of Sissy, not Sissy Spacer, is it Sissy Spacer? No, it's yeah. not. Uh, what she plays? Um, yeah, um, Shelley. Shelley Duval. Shelley Duval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He traumatized her, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, she 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 had she had she had um she suffered really badly with hair loss and anxiety and yeah. throughout the filming of that. Yeah. Keep it light, Ross. So, <laughs> anything else on on that, Ross? Yeah, I've got one more. <laughs> so you know the um the the maze at the end. Yeah. The, not the snowy maze. Yeah. Um. So. It, it wasn't snow. <laughs> um, was it smash? <laughs> no, it was. It consisted of nine hundred tons of salt and crushed styrofoam. Ah. <laughs> styrofoam, you say? <laughs> nice. It is worth watching the the new one. The new one is good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it will never be. It's not as classic as the original Shining, but it's quite good. What other good Stephen King horrors are you aware of? Um, I remember Christine terrified me. Yeah. Um, it. I, I. I still don't think they've done a good version of it. Oh yes, but it's great. The two new. I think they're excellent. The two new. The, 
No, every, everything that they did well in the first part of it, they unraveled in the second one. You reckon? Yeah. I really enjoyed both of them, honestly. First one was amazing. It was like watching the Goonies, like a horror Goonies. It was, yeah. it was really good. Um, really enjoyed it. I thought I, I couldn't wait for the second version, second film. And it, it was... It was kind of everything they always get wrong with a Stephen King film they did in the second one. Um, yeah, I think they ruined it. You know, when we went to see um, <laughs> when we went to see the first it, um, it was actually Frank and I um, that went to see it at the cinema, and uh, he <laughs> stacked it down the stairs halfway through the film. <laughs> <laughs> Because we went, we, 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 we went, slipped, un- sli- slipped under an air conditioning unit, or you could see with his eyes coming through. <laughs> hey guys, guys, yeah, it was come it down was here. Absolutely, it was absolutely packed the cinema, um, and uh, we ended up um, sitting in the, the VIP seats um, without paying, and um, yeah, got away with it. But um, yeah, I remember Frank, oh, I really needed a piss and that, and he was putting it off. I'm gonna have to go for a piss, and then. He stood up and he went, and I'm sat there watching the film. And yeah, he came back up, just you know, jogging up the steps casually as you do. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> just moved the step and stacked it. <laughs> Head butted the screen. <laughs> yeah. I think I shit myself. You know, you're watching it, you're in, and boom, what the? Frank's on his back. <laughs> Hairy Italian bumping into you. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's good um, fun. Um, I mean, Stephen. The thing is, Stephen King films are, um, you know, <laughs> to be honest, notoriously quite bad. Um, yeah. But there's been some really good ones. I mean, you know, the the best I like the likes of um, let's name some really good ones. So you've got Shawshank Redemption, yeah. which I own. I saw during lockdown for the first time ever. What? I know. I know. You must have liked it. <laughs> uh, I thought. I thought it was really good. It, yeah. It's you can see where the Green Mile came from as well. Yeah, Green Mile, another yeah. fantastic one. Makes me um, cry. It makes me cry every time I watch it. That yeah, it's, I, it's I hard, hard going. Isn't it? Oh, the Green Mile. Um, uh, misery was good. Yeah, Misery was. Good. <laughs> 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 you turned into Alan Partridge then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, misery was good. Uh, Stand by me. Yep. Yep. I mean, we can name some shit ones. Um, <laughs> Pet Cemetery. I haven't seen the new one. Um, <laughs> oh, awful. <laughs> it's awful. Awful. You know, one of my favourite Stephen King books is actually one called Desperation. Right. And I read it in college twice, and uh, I absolutely loved it. And it was, you know, it was about this. And it's, it starts off his family on the road, and uh, they're on like a sort of Route 66 type, you know, like desert road. Um, and they get pulled over by this copper, and he, uh, he, you know, he says um, he wants to search the car, and they're like, you know, why? And he's like, if I want to search the car, I'll fucking search the car. And it's, it's a bit weird, and he's like power tripping, so he searches the car. And he finds a giant bag of weed and, and it's like a, a mum and dad and two kids and they're like, that's not ours. And he was like, yeah, whatever, get it in the fucking car. Like, taking you, putting you in lock-up. <laughs> and uh, they get to, uh, and, and the, the, he basically pulls it in this town called Desperation. And it's a, it's completely desolate and empty. And they're like, what the fuck's going on here? And, uh, and, and um, as he's walking them to the thing, this little lad's like, more, he's like, you know, what are you doing, mate? He's like complaining that they're being, you know, dragged along into this cell and he doesn't know what's going on. And then the cop just turns around and blows this kid to bits with a shotgun. Just out of nowhere, just bang, like you don't expect it. It's like, what the fuck? And, it, and it, anyways, it, it turns out that there's essentially like, a, there's a demon that's been released from this well. You know, this is where it gets very Stephen King, right? There's um, there's, a, there's like a spirit, it's in like a, a, it's a gaseous, it's a gaseous spirit and it's in gas form. Gaseous, uh, gas, gaseous. That's what I said. Um, you know, gladiator. Uh, for 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 all those English speakers out there, Ross has just said gaseous. Maximus Meridius gaseous. 
So let's just say a demon. Um. <laughs> I'm stop <not> saying it. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, now now all I can think of is Falco and Casillas, Casillas, Casillas. Casillas, Casillas. Cassies, 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 Oh, 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 Cassies. Come on and rock me, Cassies. Cassies, Cassies, This demon basically has infected people in the town, and um, because it's such a powerful demon, it essentially it needs a body to force it. Right. But because it's that powerful, the body slowly starts withering, and it has to jump into another body, and it's done that throughout the entire town and killed everyone. And this copper is the last one that it's jumped into. But anyway, in, in the film, the copper is actually played by Ron Perlman. Right, okay. And he, and, and he does a really, I think it's honestly, it's flown right below everyone's radar, the film. Yeah. And the, the film is very much like the book in the sense that the first half is fantastic and the second half is, goes a bit tits up. Right. But they do this really cool <clears throat> bit in the film when Ron Perlman obviously is this giant character, bloody massive, isn't he? and he's yeah. really got his sunglasses on and he's, you do whatever the fuck I tell you to do, okay? And he's, he's, he's like a, such a sort of quite, quite a scary character. And the guy's name, the, the the dad's name is Peter Jackson, and uh, and the, the guy, and uh, basically this demon takes on partially the personality of the person that it inhabits, but right. it comes out almost in um, uh, um, what's what's the fucking what's the illness Tourette's? It, it almost comes out in like Tourette's form. Right. Okay. So the demon will be like trying to talk and act like that person to not make anybody suspicious. But it'll it'll keep like sort of coming out of random shit because it doesn't understand the social dynamics of when you should and shouldn't say something. Right. Okay. So, so like they're walking they're walking down the street and then all of a sudden the demon stops and and he goes, Peter Jackson, I love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Stop switching a bit and they're all looking at him like what? And he like carries on walking like down the thing and it, it was bits like that that were really cool and um, somebody says like. Um, Somebody says, like, uh, it, uh, they're talking about the weed, and they're like, do you want to see think that's our weed? Do you want to see think that we'd be puffing that? And then he stops and he's like, puffing? Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and then carries on walking. It's basically bits and pieces of this person's character coming, and the demon's trying to, like, you know, hide the fact that he's a demon inside a person, but this family just like, what the fuck hell is going on with this guy? Yeah, anyway, that, 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 that was a cool book uh, and a cool film for the, the first half. And then, yeah, but as soon as Ron Perlman left, it all went a bit shit. Right, um, okay. Another good one, The Stand. The Stand was a great book and a great series. I don't think I've seen that, or I've not read, certainly not read it, but I've not seen that. Brilliant. It's a massive story. Yeah. Massive story. Um, but then, um, what was the shit one? Um, they've done it recently. It was the the gunslinger. Um, you know the gunslinger. It was uh, Matthew McGonaghy and it yeah, Scotland. the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower, yeah. Again, yeah. great, great saga, great series of books. Um, butchered it. You know, I, well, I was going to say you. you I remember we, we were. I think we were driving somewhere, and you, you spent an hour describing it all and how much you were looking forward to the film. Yeah. And that it featured doesn't it, doesn't it sort of inhabit the world of Stan uh, not Stanley Kubrick uh, of Stephen King and goes in between different stories and things like that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, Stephen King does that a lot anyway. Yeah. Um, like if you if you if you if you watch out, you know, sometimes a lot of the time it's actually more subtle. Yeah. Um, the little references here and there, like you know, there was a there was a there was a point in the Dark Tower, like book three or four or whatever. And um, he literally, over two lines, describes a radio playing in the background and the radio says something about an incident at the Overlook Hotel. Right, okay. Now, you know, if, if, if you're as a Stephen King fan, you, you pick up on that instantly. But it's not like, you know, Jack Torrance drives past in a car or somebody gives <laughs> him in the boot. It's a lot more subtle than that. Right, um, okay.
Right, so my number three. Your number two. Number, number two, two. sorry. <laughs> Simon's number two. <laughs> this film was released in August 1981. Had you had a budget of five point eight million pounds. Box office took hello? Yeah, I'm listening. It's just I always think that the, the clues around budget and box office are absolutely pointless. <laughs> Phil's <laughs> time, more. Ross. Phil's <laughs> time on the podcast. Uh, uh, box office, 62 million. I, I do it just to give you an idea of how popular it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's somebody running... out there who only understands films based on its box office success. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know it took 62 million at the box office. <laughs> um, uh, a running time of 97 minutes. Need to know that. It won the first Academy Award for Best Makeup. Um, it's recognised as one of the first horror films to both be shocking and hilarious. A sequel was made in 1997 with a different cast and crew. It's shite. Um, any, any guesses before I go through the actors, Ross? Um, uh, I've got something in my mind, and it'd be a bit disappointing if it was. But I don't... It's not Rocky Horror, is it? No. Okay, that's good. So, I, that's I, I did, that almost was my number three. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to spend the next half an hour arguing about it, to be honest. <laughs> uh, um, I, did, I, did, I don't really class it as a horror film, because there's nothing really horror. It's just got horror in the title. Um, yeah. Right, actors. Alan Ford, who played Bricktop in um, Snatch. Snatch, yeah. Frank Oz. Rick Mayall. Brian Glover. Griffin Dunn, David Norton, and Jenny Agatha. It's not, it's not Drop Dead Fred, is it? <laughs> no. Phoebe Cates was in that, so I just read Phoebe Cates. So. Rick Mayle. Don't, don't get too hung up on Rick Mayle. Okay. Um, can you give me any more clues? I do want to get it. I'll, I'll know. And that, it, but... That's... Uh, I've got the DVD here. Uh, it, it inspired, um, it was directed by the same person that directed the Thriller video for Michael Jackson. Who directed Thriller? God, this is annoying me, this. Um... It was one of the first films, it was one of the, the, uh, one of the very first films, I think, that was released on rental video. And it was uncertificated at the time. So anyone could hire it. And I did. And there's a, there's a, there's a scene in it which was very enlightening for a six-year-old boy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know it. I don't, can you give me like any plot-type plot, plot type clues? Um, it's based... It, it's supposed to be based in North Yorkshire for the beginning bit. And then the rest of it is based in... Uh, the UK's capital city. So it's based in, in, in North Yorkshire and then it's based in Barrow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's almost going to be shot in Stockport, but it decided not to. No, go on, go on. I'm, I'm, not, um, I'm not getting anywhere here. An American werewolf in London. I was not expecting that. Yeah. That, um, <coughs> I don't know if I, I don't, yeah, I can't remember last time I watched that. It, it's one of the films that I, I can never be asked to watch it, but then when I do, I remember how good it is. And I, I think the, there's, there's, a few, there's a few reasons why this, it, it's, this has probably stayed with me for all sorts of good and bad reasons. I did watch this when I was seven, and I love the fact that it was funny. I was scared to death because I didn't know what I was watching. I think it was probably the first horror film I'd watched. And I don't know if you remember, but when he's just after he's been bitten, he starts having these dreams and nightmares and things, doesn't he? Do you remember? Yeah. Where he's running through like the forest naked and yeah, yeah, things are happening. Yeah. And there's a bit where um, Jenny Agatha, who's his nurse, leans over him and he just goes, and he's got like weird makeup on. The next one that he has after that, um, <laughs> um, there's a bit where all his family are in the house and they're watching TV. The two kids are watching TV 
and they're watching the Muppet Show. Now I love the Muppet Show. It was my favourite thing ever. Uh, Rainbow Connection by Kerm. It still makes me cry to this day. Um, but I thought, oh, it can't be that bad because the Muppets are on it. And then these alien things burst in, shoot all the family, just butcher them all. Um, you see them all get shot. The, the, the dad gets blown out the door by a bullet and things like that. And the whole time they have David, the main character, like holding his head up like that with a knife to his neck. And right at the last minute, they cut his neck. And I still don't like I still don't let Charlotte touch my neck because of that film. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't have my neck touched. I don't like it. I bet, I bet because... Charlotte has some very sort of similar excuses. <laughs> <laughs> to to not touch my neck. Or just touch me. Um but no, it's um it, it's uh, I, it's I, I can I can just about touch my own neck now, but I, I didn't used to be able to. Can't touch my leg because uh, I watched Black Swan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't so... touch my ass because I watched Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, I I I can't have anyone anywhere near my neck. It it it, it reminds me of that. If I'd not for seen some that, reason, I... there's, there's something that I'm thinking of. I, I'm just trying to. When you said that, then. I'm, I'm certain there was a time where you and I have been, it might have been at work, and I'm sure there was, I, I, I touched your neck or something, and yeah. like, it's a turbo freak out mode, and I didn't really understand why. And then I remember you saying something about that. There's a t I can't really remember the detail, but I do remember something. I think I'd come up behind you or something. And, yeah. I was like, and you sort of, like, you know, like I'd just put a thumb up your ass or something. Like, I'd, have prefer I'd have preferred that. <laughs> I think it's some. I think I remember you saying it was uh, something to do with your, your yeah. yeah, with that. Mm. <clears throat> Still with me. Can't stand it. Hate it. I think uh, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I. Um, I might be because I do remember an American Werewolf film, and I'm thinking, is it American Werewolf in London or American Werewolf in Paris that I'm thinking of? Paris is the sequel. And one of them, I, I think. I think I remember one of them being good and one of them being shit. Right. Okay. Well, that the second one, shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Just, I think by that point, it's a CGI werewolf as well, so it just doesn't work. But yeah, it must, be, it must be because so London is a good one then, because I remember the one being that. I haven't seen it for years. That I think I've seen it three or four times, but a long, long time ago, so I can't remember a lot of it. But um, I think the one I remember was very. Um, yeah, it was. It was cosmetics. And yeah. I remember. I, yeah. I remember the werewolf being particularly gaseous. Um, <laughs> Come on and rock me, transformation, he was quite gaseous, wasn't he? I think it's that that tipped him over the edge. You know, I think I think uh, I think he was doing all right, and then he started becoming gaseous. See. And, um, you know, that, that tipped me off the edge and went out on a killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, the music's fantastic in it. Uh, you know, it's all moon or werewolf or whatever related. Um, it's quite well thought out, the, the music. And, um, and like I say, the, for a seven or maybe eight-year-old boy, the, the scene with uh, a naked Jenny Agatha is, is uh, mesmerising. <laughs> Still, still get a little bit of chub on when she's on Call the Midwife as well, which is a bit weird. <laughs> I like how you illustrated chub on by sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Just for, for people listening, um, when Simon illustrated chub on, there was literally the smallest gap between his thumb and forefinger. I'd say thimble. <laughs> yeah, it was about thimble, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, a, and a big thimble at that, a small thimble, I should say. Yeah. So yeah, I, and it is funny. It is funny. There are funny bits in it. The bit where you know his friends decomposing, and you know it, it's. Um, and you said it was uncertified when it was released. When it originally came out, it's now an eighteen. But uh, like I say, when you when you were seven or when I was seven or eight, you could just go and hire it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, probably shouldn't have done, or else you know people would have been out to touch my neck for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember um, when I was uh, younger, 
I used to, I, for a short time, I, I used to uh, love drawing. Um, you know, if you put anything, in, if you put a picture up of anything, I could draw a pretty good sort yeah. of copy of it. I don't, don't, I'm not talking about a masterpiece. I'm talking about like, you know, if you, if, if you, if you send me a picture of Bugs Bunny, I'll draw you a great picture of Bugs Bunny time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, I, and I started doing it with um, like Goosebumps covers. Right. And do you remember the Shivers? Do you remember the Shivers books? No, I've heard of Goosebumps, but I don't, I think know, Shivers, don't know. They were quite big. It was like um, a compendium of, uh, you know, like eight stories in one. And I yeah. um, used to draw these covers. And uh, one Halloween, <laughs> one Halloween, I, I had this idea, you know, you get these... Um, you get these, um, you know, these haunted houses, don't you, that people go to that's for adults, really, I think. Yeah. And, you know, you, or you go to, like, a maze maze, and it's, like, at Halloween, it's a horror maze maze. That <laughs> <laughs> is amazing. And, um, you know, I, 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 I remember when I was a kid thinking, oh, I could do that and make some money. And uh, <laughs> I created my own um, horror tunnel, and it was in my bedroom. And, and my mum and dad didn't know I was on the street trying to get quids off people um, <laughs> to, to come and crawl through my horror. <laughs> you get arrested if you asked anyone to do that now. <laughs> Give me a quid, you can crawl through me, me horror tunnel. <laughs> but be careful, it's known to me a bit gasayed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna stop saying it now. But, um, yeah, basically, what I'd done is I'd, I'd um, you know, put up like chairs with um, sort of blankets and, and covers and stuff over the, you know, across each chair and created this tunnel that went around my room. And I'd put me, I got, got a couple of my bike lights and set them to flash. <laughs> and I, I, I drew a lot of like uh, characters. <laughs> I'd seen on these front covers um, of these books and, and, and you know, air far sort of stuck it to the side of a chair or the bottom of a sheet. And the idea was, you know, you crawl through this tunnel and it's a bit scary. And, and I think the moment I knew I was, I was building this weird thing in my room, I was actually going on hell onto the street and <laughs> saying to people, I've, I've, got a, I've got a horror tunnel, it's a quid, do you want to come and crawl, crawl through it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's why you're on that list. <laughs> no, I was, you know, I was, I was, I'd have been like ten or whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it actually got to the point where there were strangers showing up at the house. Like I'm, I'm here for the horror tunnel. Um, I paid me quick. I want to see it. <laughs> I'm here to go through your son's tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> there was certainly, uh, I'd put a lot of bloody effort into it, and I was fuming that I didn't get a uh, return on investment. To be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, 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 one of the pictures of the what reminded me of it is I drew a picture of a werewolf, and um, yeah. <laughs> please, please, please send me a copy of, if you got a photograph of any of that. <laughs> I definitely don't. I mean, cameras were around back then. I mean, my dad wouldn't lend me his uh, Polaroid or whatever. <laughs> mentioned it this time mm. but if there's any film that's totally worthy of mention and, and actually I, I don't know if this was i don't think this was i can't remember if this was one of the categories or not but the the possession film right okay um which isn't it you know yeah you know what possession film is don't you it's gonna it's gonna yeah. be like the omen and um you know there's this sort of branched off it used to be just about a little kid the exorcist obviously started it all off right and um and that was i mean when was the exorcist release it was in the 70s wasn't it 75, I think, was it? Something like that? And that was, I mean, for, for 1975. 1973. 73, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, that, was a, that, was really, that, was, that was terrifying, I remember thinking, like, when I first... I wasn't allowed to watch The Exorcist for a long time. No. And it was, I think, uh, you know, when I was young, I remember it being like, you know, if there's one bloody film you're never watching, it's The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> because it was almost like um, the, the press around it and the, the media yeah. around it was almost worse than the you know the film itself. Well, um, that, that's I, it's that that's why it's a tricky one for me that because I've only really seen it a couple of times, and it just wasn't. 
I, I think it was. I think it w- wasn't available for a long time. No, I think it was banned on it when it first yeah. came out. Yeah. So I, I, I seem to remember it being re-released '97, something like that. Hmm. So I, I kind of gone past my horror phase by that point. So I, I've, I've seen it a couple of times. And I, I thought, I thought it was okay, um, but I think. I think the problem was because it because it had been banned and because it had been banned for so long for being like the worst film ever. You were just like, what am I watching? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. It, it didn't quite live up to that, which is a shame because it because it, it it is a good film. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's also one of the most iconic covers to a film as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That, that, the, the the picture of the of the priest stood out, you know, under yeah. the street, like looking up at the window with the lights coming out of it. Um, is awesome. Um, that's a really, really cool cover, is that? Yeah. And but I, I think, I, I, mean, I, I don't know, I, I mean, we have to do a bit of fact-checking here, but, you know, I've always sort of, you know, I've always heard that, like, the girl who played the ex, you know, there's rumours of a girl, you know, committing suicide when she was a teenager and it really damaged her and, you know, because she was, I think she was 12 years old, or how old was she? Had, um, you know, as a young girl, wanted and she was made to do these things, um, like the whole crucifix scene and, yeah, I don't know how I don't, I don't know what the facts are around. Um... Well, I mean, she 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 was she was born in 1959, so she'd have been. I, I don't think she was quite as young as you think oh. she was, but um, she was born in 1959. <laughs> so when did we say the film was? 73. Something like that when she was filming it. Um, 77. So, so she, she was 14 when it was released. 14, right? Yeah, fair enough. So, so which she, means she was yeah. probably 12 or 13 when they were filming it. Yeah, but she's still uh, alive. She, she's she's still alive. She plays a twelve-year-old in the film. Yeah, that's it. But no, I, it's it's one of the, what genuinely one of the films. When we were doing this, I thought I need to watch The Exorcist, and I never got around to watching it. Yeah, but maybe 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 my next well by next time we'll listen to that album that we said we we're going to, and we'll, we'll, I'll watch that again. Thanks, everyone. That was episode three of the Simon and Ross podcast Halloween special. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, yeah, we uh, finally got into our top two. And uh, I uh, said that mine was American Wealth in London and yours was Ross? The Shining, The Shining. The Shining. So next week, uh, we will let you know our favourite horror films. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Oh, 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 Come on, me, Come on, Come on and rub me,